It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gesh. Well, my goodness, I don't know if anybody else is dealing with this, but it is definitely a heat wave where I'm at. Oh, my. I hope that everybody's staying cool, that's for sure. Well, if this is your very first time tuning in, a big welcome. Um, We're so excited that you've tuned in to our program today. We have a brand-new diva we're going to be welcoming to our family um, as I said, if this is your first time, make sure that you check out all of our amazing hosts at divasthatcare.com. What we do is our show, my shows are live, but you can check our recordings there. Well, let's get started, everybody. Today's guest is Anne. I, let me, I hope I say this right, Candido, and she is it. my amazing guest for today. Well, welcome to the show, Anne. I'm so happy to have you. It is so amazing to be here. Thanks for having me, Candice. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. You know, I had the opportunity to go through your website just before you had called in, and I'm like, this is going to be so much fun. But before we dive into that, Anne, would you mind uh, kind of introducing yourself to our listeners? You know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure thing. Um, Well, I I live in Cincinnati, Ohio, and we are having a heat wave here, too. I feel like every time I walk outside, I'm going to melt. (laughs) So it's it's definitely (laughs) crazy here, too. Um, And uh, I've lived here for a little over 20 years. Um, I am the co-founder of of Forthright People. This is an on-demand branding and marketing agency. I'm sure we're going to talk all about that, so I'm not going to go into much detail now. But um, I'm also a a uh, wife and a mother to a blended family of four. Um, my background, though, even though I'm in um, branding and marketing, was actually um, as a mechanical engineer. So I actually went to school to become an engineer and then uh, graduated and um, went to Procter & Gamble and spent 20 years there getting what I call uh, my education, my master's and Ph.D. in branding and marketing and product development. Wow. Um, and now I've taken my show on the road, and like I said, um, I have a, uh, a co-founder of Forthright People with my um, business partner, April Martini, and uh, um, we are just loving serving small and mid-sized businesses um, and helping them really understand what they can uh, unveil and the potential that their businesses can achieve when they really embrace branding and marketing. Oh, I love that. And it is so important. You know, we see so many amazing um, branding out there. And then there's other people that, you know, unfortunately, they fall short on even though their products are amazing, they don't necessarily have that appeal that a lot of people like. Yeah, and and that's one thing that we talk a lot about because, you know, when a lot of people think about um, launching a product or a service, they, they think a lot about, um, the problem solution, right? And that's always like the, the big um, dilemma that people have is like, what am I going to be able to solve for my consumer? What we generally do is take that to the next level and we're like, okay, it's really important to have a, a, a solution to a problem and have a, a, a need that you're meeting. But the more important thing is the emotional connection you're going to make as a result of fulfilling that need. And that's what we take our branding and marketing. We take that to the next level, which is, okay, what is that angst that the consumer is feeling and as a result of something that's going on in the market? And, how, and what's that 
um, how you are and how are you going to uniquely solve for that that angst in a way that you're going to kind of change their life and, and make an impact on their life so that when you deliver this, they're going to be like, I need you and I need you all the time. So that's what we really focus on. We call that the brand love connection. Oh, I love that. And I, you know what? I think it's so important. There's so much going on out there. People are surrounded by so many things with social media and they don't even know what to do anymore. I think it's, I th- I don't know if, if for you, but for me, it's like it's almost overwhelming right now, more so than it ever was in the past. It, it absolutely is, and it's so easy to get caught in the uh, the, the the mass of it all, right? I mean, and it's a lot of world, and a lot of ways, our world is like so much smaller because I mean, you could just you know take out your phone and everything is at your fingertips. But in a way, it's also so much bigger because there's such a plethora of information. Like anybody can be a content creator now. And that is really what we're all competing against is we're competing against content creators, mm-hmm. you know, from, you know, the the very, like, you know, just person who has an experience all the way up to very sophisticated um, marketers who are developing content with a strategy and, and intent. So, you know, trying to get through that and trying to really like have your brand and, and actually have yourself, if you are the brand, kind of rise above the noise is so tough. It is so tough. Yeah. I can definitely see that. And you're competing too against to the younger generation. And I don't know if you find this, but I find that they have a very short attention span. So if it's not here and now or if it's not relevant to something, it's just gone. And they, they move on. Well, you know what? I think we all have short attention nowadays because there is so much to consume, right? I mean, I mean, I I thumb through my feeds, you know, at, at lightning pace too. But and so what we try to tell all of our clients is when they're thinking about their marketing and in their branding and, and the content they're putting out there is that it's got to be super simple and super intuitive. Um, and it's got to make sense just like that. And so if you're in a convoluted mess across all your marketing channels and things aren't uniting in a way that's kind of lifting your brand so that when somebody sees your brand in their social channels, it looks like your brand in you know a different channel and they can unite that and bring that all together, um, you're really going to lose out on being able to capture their attention because generally on average it takes like six or seven touch points, especially for a new brand, to be able to really engage a consumer. So you have to really surround them in all aspects of their life, but you have to do it smartly so you're not over um, investing in, in your time and your money in things are, that are not going to work for you and being able to convey who you are to your consumer. Oh, I love that. So what do you do with a brand-new person coming in? With a brand-new person, like a brand-new client? Yeah, just that somebody that wants to talk to you and is really looking at, you know, finding somebody like you to really help them get to the next stage of their business. Yeah, those those are super fun. Um, it's always when somebody actually understands and, and recognizes the need that they need have that they could benefit from branding and marketing. That's kind of like where we like to really dig in. Um, and so it depends too on what they're trying to develop branding and marketing for. So right now, I mean, you and me and you know all of us, we are all brands ourselves, right? So there's a whole element now of personal branding which has become super, super important for all these entrepreneurs, for all these startup founders as they're trying to get their their businesses off the ground because you are your business for a very long time, right? So there's an element of personal Mm -hmm. branding. So if we're doing that, we start with the person and we have a process for which we go through in order to identify um, and help them cultivate and become more aware of their personal brand so that they can really shape that into a branding um, 
powerhouse for themselves. Um, and then if it's like more of a business, um, what we do is we, we start with our process of really helping them first identify what I was saying before about that consumer. The consumer is so important. Or if you're a B2B, it's your customer. And really identifying, again, what is that angst and that tension that your customer is having and how are you going to uniquely fulfill it in a way that's going to create that emotional connection. And I know a lot of B2Bs are like, ah, that's too sappy for us. We're not about that. Or a lot of products are like, but we're just this, this widget. Those are my absolute favorites because I'm like, you know what? Nike is just a shoe. I mean, it's really just a shoe. It's just gear you wear. It's the brand that makes people covet it, right? So you can be whatever you want to be. You just have to really state and have intention of being able to reach that potential. So we always start with the consumer, what that angst is, how they're going to uniquely fulfill that angst, and then we develop a marketing strategy to support it. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I can see where you would come in handy. <laughs> I can see what you could really help people strive for. And, you know, a lot of us don't think, oh, we could ever get to that level in our business or our personal branding, like you're saying, to be able to get to that kind of a exposure would be absolutely fantastic for so many uh, businesses out there. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, it all starts with, Candice, is, and I'm sure, you, you know, your listeners are, we've all been in this, you know, the same spot. It's like, but why, I mean, how, why me? Like, what what do I have that is going to, like, make people want me? Yeah. And But it's like, well, if not you, who? You know, so why not you? But it does take intention, it does take thought, and it does take some, some work in order to be able to make it real. But, Everybody has that potential. You just have to believe it yourself. But if you don't believe it, nobody's going to believe it for you, right? All your employees that come in and work for you, if you just think you're just that, they're all going to think, well, it's just that, right? So you have to create something that's a little bit bigger than yourself in order for people to live into it. But once you do, once you start living it, and once you start believing it, others do too. You know, that's great advice. And I think it's really important because, you know, our program is mostly listened to by women. Um, and I find that over the years, you know, they've really evolved. In, in the beginning, a lot of our, our listeners, you know, it's, it's really difficult because you're scared. You know, you're afraid mm-hmm. to put yourself out there because you're afraid of that rejection. And you always think, like, why should I, and you're right, why should I be successful when somebody else isn't? You know, and I, I don't know if that's a, a mentality that some women have, that they don't, they feel bad about being successful. And I think that when we have amazing marketing um, opportunities like what you're presenting, I think that having that almost that communication or that talk with them saying, no, you are, you're worth it, you can do this, and just think of how many people that you can impact with what you are doing. And I think that's really the gold. I, the last part you said is gold. Is like, you know, um, I think a lot of us as women feel like we're, <laughs> at least I do, maybe I should just say myself, feel like you're on this earth to serve others, right? It, it always feels like that constant yeah. state of, okay, I need to be like, I even like led with that in my, in my intro is like, I'm going to have to be a wife. I have to be a mom. I have to be, you know, an employee or I have to be a founder and owner. I think what it comes down to um, is that, you, and somebody told me this when I was at P&G, and I've really taken this to heart, is that you can really only be five things really well. And you've got to choose those five things you want to be. And if being an entrepreneur or being like, you know, a stellar, um, you know, um, employee or a founder or whatever you identify yourself in more of a professional way, if that's not one of your five, that's fine. That's totally fine. But if it is one of your five, 
you better, you kind of have to live into it because nobody's going to make it happen for you. You're going to have to make it mm-hmm. happen for yourself. And failure is, God, it is so part of the journey. I know we all get really scared because we have so much invested in, you know, or, you know, both in the time and a money standpoint. But, gosh, if you, if you are not going to, like, really go for it, if you're not going to be able to, like, really live into it, then it's just not going to happen. And you need the failures in order to fine-tune what your offering is. If you don't have failure, then you don't actually really understand what the true potential is. Exactly. I like that. I, I love it when people can articulate that. I think it's really important because I think women in general, and it's bad to say that because, you know, there is men out there that do, but I, I always find that a woman, it's harder for us to accept that. And when you hear mm-hmm. it from more and more women, I think that's when it kind of, it sinks in a little bit more. So I thank you so much for sharing that with me. Yeah, I, 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 I totally agree. It's like, I think, you know, and I'm not, I don't, I don't want to overly play stereotypes, but I think men always feel like it's, it's their right. I mean, of course I can do that. And women have to, you know, kind of be like, I can. They have to, you know, they have to kind of justify it to themselves, you know, and, it's it's just that 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 dilemma um, a, a little bit, but um, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I I agree. I mean, we we all need to you know bond together and uh, you know really raise each other up um, because that's another thing that um, a lot of times doesn't happen with women. Frankly, Candace is that, and I saw it a lot of PNG. I see it a lot there out, out there now is because we're still on the rise, if you will. Um, there is just an alpha yeah, female syndrome, right? And um, you feel like there's a scarcity at the top. You feel like there's only a few women that have been given the quote-unquote right or, or been anointed the chosen ones in order to do this. And so we kind of ourselves, as women, make it harder for other women to, to come up because we feel like there's only a, so many spots, there's only so much attention, or I want to be the first and I want to blaze the trail. But you're not blazing a trail if you're, like, planting everything back behind you and then nobody can get through, Exactly. you know? So that's the other thing that I think um, we all have to realize as women, too, is that raising up as we go up is so super critically important. And sometimes, you know, our own egos get in the way. Sometimes our own um, mission gets in the way. And uh, that, that can be a detriment in order to really, you know, build um, all these women in the C-suites, all these women founders, all these, you know, women who are really uh, doing some, you know, fantastic things. Oh, my gosh. Love it. Well, I want to say that you and April also have, um, April being your partner, also have a podcast. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Tell me about that. How can our listeners, you know, check that out? Because I think that (laughs) I'm a big podcaster. I love listening to other people's podcasts because I learn so much. And I know our listeners are the same way. They love tuning in and finding some amazing shows. So tell us about yours. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity to share, too. Um, yeah, so our podcast is called Marketing Smarts, and really it came from this just overwhelming desire for me and April to, like, democratize branding and marketing. Um, I come from a big brand marketing world. April um, comes from the agency side of a big brand marketing world. And we both found when we got out of those worlds and we got into <laughs> this, this other world that, that we're in now, that there was so much baggage associated with marketing and branding, either from small businesses, mid-sized businesses, um, you know, individuals who've somehow got um, kind of bamboozled, if you will, on you know what branding and marketing is. Because 
you know, a lot of people will say that they're marketers and they're branders um, and may not have had the training. I, I always I make the analogy as like if you, you know, uh, you, you don't kind of be a rocket scientist if you didn't go to school for rocket science, but because marketing and branding is so accessible, people feel like, hey, if I have a social channel, I'm a marketer or a brander. And so there's a lot of like misconception about what's quality out there. So our whole intent with the marketing podcast is to really, one, educate, so people really have actionable, tangible um, insights as well as things to go do in order to impact their businesses immediately, and then also offer some context. Um, me and April are very open about all of the failures we have. We just talked about failures. We talk about what, what's worked, what's not worked. We've talked about our own personal um, you know, challenges and tribulations, and we've also talked about our successes and our triumphs. So we try to intermix all of those into the storytelling of the podcast so people walk away feeling, one, that they got something that they can just you know, really put into action right away, and two, they understand some context and insight, one, so they know they're not alone, like you just, this is not something you're supposed to know, um, and two, they have some idea of what not to do, um, which is as, as important as knowing what to do. Um, so that's what we exactly. focus on, and, and um, anything from tactical brand story things like that is one, all the way up to um, one of the ones that are the most popular is our one on vigilant leadership. So um, all aspects of marketing and branding. I think that is fantastic. And to our listeners, go and check that out. I will be posting all of Anne's information, though, on our social media. So that will be a part of that. So I want you guys to all check them out. You know what? I think we need to, to learn more. And when we have these opportunities to find amazing podcasts like that, why not? You know, a lot of us don't have the time to sit down and, you know, read stuff. And, you know, we're always bombarded with time. And having a podcast that you can just listen to like that is just absolutely extraordinary and you can't put a price tag on that so thank you so much for doing that and i know our listeners are going to be extremely excited oh yeah it's my pleasure it's it's definitely learning right and um I, yeah. I i i think that that's now become a new way of processing information um and i spend you know set time up, uh, up, uh every day basically for that learning either podcast or reading so um i never would have been able to manage my transition out of P&G if I didn't have all my podcasters out there who were really guiding me through it. Um, even, mm-hmm. no, I don't even know them personally. So I think, um, I, I hope that we could provide that for, for others because I definitely have gotten a ton of value out of podcasts myself as well. Oh, I love it. You know what, that's exactly it. And, you know, the biggest thing out there is like, you know, we can work together, we can collaborate, and we can learn so much from one another. Why not do that? You know, I I try to tell our listeners all the time, we don't see people as a competition. Think of them as somebody that's assisting you and helping you out and mentoring you. Uh, That's because that's what it's all about is, you know, working together. You know, that's the only way that we can become better ourselves and then obviously make the world a better place. So it's amazing people like yourself that are willing to share, and that's how we can do that. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I totally agree, and I um, am thankful for all those people who've shared before me. So yes, let's we'll definitely keep the uh, the train going for sure. Excellent. So, and tell us, is there anything else that's happening um, with you? You know, this is a time that I would say, okay, tell us more. Tell us, you know, do you have any tips? Do you have any tools? Is there anything happening that you want to share with us? Oh, absolutely. So. Um, you know, b- besides um, everything that's going on with the podcast and, and being able to develop that, um, we also are really working hard to um, help people 
as I mentioned before, really um, hone in and develop their personal brand because right now, um, as you, we talked about the, the overwhelming feeling of being able to really rise. Um, and now coming out of COVID, there's a lot of change going on. And a lot of people are going through um, a ton of change, whether it's you're con- considering a career pivot, whether maybe you're becoming a new leader or manager because, you know, maybe um, the business has, has slimmed down or maybe you're rising up. Um, a lot of people feel like maybe their careers have stalled a little bit as a result or maybe they're just not growing as much. Um, my favorite is always the, the soft skills feedback that you get that you're not quite sure what to go to with. Uh, what we know is that you know, when, when all these things are happening, the first thing that you need to really do is go back and really revisit your personal brand, and not in an esoteric way, but in a very structured way. And that's what we provide. If you go to our website, we have um, well, we have several podcast episodes on this, as well as worksheets um, that help you really identify the, your characteristics. And as well as your appearance, as well as your behaviors and actions that are really kind of coming together and manifesting themselves into your image and reputation and how these things are working for you or may not be working for you in your um, trying to achieve your goals both in business and life. So that has really been <laughs> kind of the thing that people are really, really seeking to understand um, and, mm-hmm. and really being able to be proactive um, in the way that they're approaching their lives and their careers. I love that. You know, and it is like so much has happened in the last 18 months that we're all, I think all of us have really reevaluated a lot of things. And there's more people working from home now than ever. I don't know if it's like that in the United States, but here in Canada, you know, a lot of people have made some major transitions in their lives, um, but they're happy, you know, and a lot of people there, I would say that it's quite a nice thing. My, I laugh because my dad has been one of those people that never thought he could work from home, you know, always lived, worked in, in the office, and, and that's how we lived. And now he's like, you know what, I kind of enjoy this. <laughs> and now he's making those, those adjustments in his life, right? And, and, I, and I think that a lot of people are, are seeking that or seeing that. And I think having um, working with organizations like yourselves where you can really work on that personal branding and utilize it to your benefit, now is the perfect time to do that. Yeah, I agree, and and you know, and you're right. Um, yes, in the United States, we're slowly returning to work, but not everybody's returning at full time, at full capacity. And it seems like a lot of businesses are, are giving some flexibility to that, and that's really causing a strain on what's been traditional kind of corporate dynamics, if you will, or even business dynamics. And that definitely affects your personal brand. So, if you happen to be an extroverted person who really loves in-person meetings like loves in-person meetings, gets a lot of energy for those in-person meetings. And now, you know, your team is kind of half in the office, half not in the office. That could be really hard with regards to how you engage and how you show up and how you are effectively um, producing um, your, your work within that team. So you have to kind of go back in there and kind of figure out, okay, well, it's not good or bad if I'm extroverted. I just am. How am I going to get this energy from someplace else so I can continue to be effective and, and to produce quality work with my team, yep. as well as how do I feel good about that, right, you know, and, 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 and feel okay and not feel isolated and lonely. So those are real, real things. And I think people feel sometimes very judged or ashamed and feeling some of these things. And it's like, no, it's, it's not about that at all. It's about being aware so that you can make a different choice. Because you're not going to change who you are. And I think that's like the biggest misconception. Like whether you do all these, um, 
you know, profiles that people can do from strength finders to Myers-Briggs and stuff to kind of identify who they are. And then they think they can go change that. You can't change that. You can only change how you behave and how you act. And so you mm-hmm. have to be aware of that so you can understand the context and the tendencies for which you, your, your characteristics show up. And so that's what we really help people understand, especially in this dynamic that you, you said it's been, a, it's been a huge like upheaval. And people are still adjusting, and they're going to continue to adjust for years. This is not going to go back to the same way it was. No. And so the more people can really understand, hey, this is going to you know, have an effect on me, the, the, the more productive and the more proactive they can be in, in, in really adjusting for it. Oh, my gosh, Anne. I have had a blast with you today. I have learned so much. I've been writing notes, and I'm just – this is absolutely wonderful. I hope that you come back on our program again and oh, talk more with all of our listeners. This would be yes, great. anytime. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. As I said, I had a really good time. And you know what? For all of our listeners, I will be posting all of Anne's information on all of our social media links. Make sure that you check that out. Also, take that link, share it with your family, your friends. Make sure that you like, share, comment on that. It's always important to, you know, say thank you to all of our guests when you do that. So make sure you do that. And and we will definitely have you back on our program again soon. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Candice. Excellent. Thank you. And to all of our listeners, make sure that you check out all the other hosts at divasthecare.com. And until next time, make sure that you do something kind. Take care for now. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.